The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. When you got a love and it's good like it should be Makes you never want to give it up Cause you know that some people die for love And I believe it's true cause I do the same for you Good morning, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California. Streaming online at KUCI.org and podcasting on iTunes. Welcome to Fighting for Love. This show will help you turn conflict into collaboration in all your relationships. I'm Lloyd, the show's engineer, and your host is Mari Frank, an attorney mediator since 1985. She's the author of several books, including Negotiations, Breakthroughs, and Fighting for Love. She's a mediator for the Orange County Superior Court Civil Mediation Panel, and she mediates business, employment, divorce, privacy, and other civil cases in her private practice in Laguna Niguel, California. Mari's a professor of negotiations and conflict management and has been a certified state bar trainer for over 25 years. She teaches leadership and conflict management courses at Brandman University and here at UCI, and she trains corporate leaders' powerful communication and conflict transformation skills. To learn more about the show and our great guests, please visit conflicthealing.com. Mari, what's your show about this morning? Well, Lloyd, today our show is about the energies of love, and that's the name of this great book I've just been reading. It's called The Energies of Love, Invisible Keys to a Fulfilling Partnership, Transcending the Limits of Your Relationship. And it's by Donna Eden and David Feinstein, who are both on the phone with us. And they're the best-selling authors of Energy Medicine. And there is even a forward by Jean Houston. But I want to read to you um, what John Gray, everybody knows, uh, men are from Mars and women are from Venus, um, and what he says about the book, he says, Donna Eden and David Feinstein empower readers with knowledge and techniques from ancient energy healing and spiritual practices that will forever change the way you understand relationships. These are revolutionary ideas. I highly recommend the energies of love. And I agree, I've been really enjoying reading this book. And so let me tell you a little bit about our guests, a little bit more about them. Uh, First of all, David Feinstein is a PhD, he's a clinical psychologist and a pioneer in developing innovative therapeutic practices and approaches, leading to nine national awards for his books on consciousness and energy healing. David has served on the faculties of the John Hopkins University School of Medicine, Antioch College, and the California School of Professional Psychology. In addition to his nine books, he's contributed more than 100 articles to the professional literature, and he and his wife, Donna, have built the world's largest and most vibrant organization teaching this kind of energy medicine. Their latest book, which we're going to talk about, The Energies of Love, achieved bestseller status on the New York Times relationship list and was in the uh, 2015 USA Book News Best Relationship Book. So 
That's about David. And now let me tell you about his partner in crime, his wonderful (laughs) wife, Donna. She is a pioneer in the field of holistic healing, and she's among the world's most joyous, most sought-after, most authoritative spokespersons for energy medicine. And she's been able to clairvoyantly see the body energies since her childhood. Her abilities are as a healer, and they are legendary. And her invigorating presentations are rich with audience participation and demonstrations and just helping people to shift the energies for health and vitality and now in this book for greater love. So you can find out more after, you know, after we've been talking, you can find out more at conflicthealing.com where we link to their website, uh, energiesoflove.com. And their other website, LearnEnergyMedicine.com. And um, we're going to just start talking. So thank you for joining us from San Diego. Oh, you're so welcome. It's great to be here. It is. Well, I want to know, I, I guess, I don't know who's going to answer first, so I guess I'll just ask. Um, let's start out with David. So why is it that you guys wrote this book? Well, we wrote this book out of self-defense. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we we really um, in our early days had a very um, difficult relationship. Um, we are we were so different from one another that our friends just didn't give us a chance. And eventually, we in fighting it out started to realize that the energies that initially attracted us to each other. We're also we're so different that they were creating blocks rather than bridges, and mm. we started to figure out how to turn those energies into bridges, and that was that was the you know because when you think of relationship, you think of the biochemistry of relationship, you think of the psychology between two people, you think of the communication aspects, the interpersonal aspects, but this is another dimension, the energy dimension, and it's um, it's a really vital part of relationship. Yeah, you know, I I can walk into a room and feel the energy myself, you know, like I because I've been doing mediation for 30 years I do, you know, divorce right. and business and I can walk into a room and and you know, if it's it's like you could cut the room with a yeah, knife, it, you know. It's palpable, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. And yes. so, you know, I I try to work on my energy before I go in. I I do, you know, spiritual treatments on myself. I walk in, I do all sorts of things to get myself at a place to try and make it contagious and, you know, set up an ambiance the way I set up the tables and just the energy and yeah. send a positive energy because it is it is tough when you um, have to deal with people's negative energies. And when you're in a relationship that's going sour, there's there's got to be a lot of <laughs> energies <laughs> that need some healing, right? Yes, and it's, and it's really important to get that when you get really stressed out with one another, it is you're not even choosing your behaviors or how to think. It's like when you when you lose it, it's an energy thing because mm. we we streamlined for survival. So everything that we don't really need kind of goes out the window 
and we get very, very focused in certain ways. And, we, and there are different ways that different people get focused. Like David is what I would call a digital, and he instantly, now he's very well-rounded normally, but he instantly moves up to his head. He, he moves away from feelings. He detaches from himself, and he detaches from me. And so his whole stance is, I'm right, and he gets logical and rational. He's kind of like the classical Dr. Spock. (laughs) (laughs) And and so that's, and feelings, my feelings, I'm exactly opposite him. I'm a kinesthetic. And my feelings actually turn him off when he's there because it's not anything he can control, figure out, know how to deal with. And so I'm, I'm a kinesthetic, which means I feel. And um, my, even my truth can go out the window. Words can fly away, and I don't remember what I was going to say. And I, but I also have a lot of compassion and caring for the other person. And, if, and, if, and, and it can go either way. It could be that I'm going to go into that compassionate place and enable that other person, or I can go into the place of uh, where are their feelings, where where is his feelings? You know, yeah. <laughs> and then there are two other types. There is a a digital, no, a visual who looks you straight in the eye. They see precisely what you're doing wrong. So <laughs> you are you are kind of their fix it project. But you know, it's we we all know that there's not as much joy in a relationship if your partner is a, a, a fixer upper. <laughs> and. And so, a, a, a visual, and, and the partner of the visual usually feels blamed, mm. and and seen, and, and and they, and it just it, it overwhelms, and you, and you're both on different wavelengths, and you can't reach each other, which is true about all opposites, and uh, and and but but I will say that the visual doesn't feel like they're doing that. They. They feel like they've got a gift to give you to show you what you can do better to make it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and then, then there's a tonal, and a tonal in some ways sits between them all. They, they're very emotional. Their brains still work. They can, um, assess things and, and they can feel, they can also feel quite, um, what is it? They can, they can they can feel like their partner is is blaming them. They can they dialogue in their heads. They hear between the lines. They know precisely what their partner meant, you know, mm-hmm. what their meaning, regardless of what their actual words are. You know, it's their tone of voice, and um, and uh, and and they can suffer. You know, over over what seems like put-downs. and um, so, But they, their heads still work and their feelings still work. Totally. Right. You know, I think we come together for, with opposites to learn from each other, right? Yes. I mean, yes. I know in my first marriage, I was married 18 years, and I realized later as I really diagnosed it and dissected it that, you know, that we polarize. Instead of learning from each other, we just polarize yes. from each other, which was not healthy. And, and in this relationship, this marriage that I've had with with my husband, we're together 20-something years, you know, we're I'm, I'm trying to learn from him. But, you know, I, I experience the same things that you and David do. But, David, so what, you know, people will sometimes say to me, you know, okay, um, our relationship has grown stale. You know, we don't understand each other. There's no passion. There's no love. Um, what can we do to save those marriages from from just coming to me for divorce? <laughs> well, there's so much that you can do. And, um uh, 
I, I, first of all, I love the way that you talked about how you come into a room and really sense the energies and begin to shift the energies because that's what our work is all about yes. is teaching couples how to do that. And right. it's particularly at the times of intense conflict that this becomes really important because it's at those times that a number of things happen. One of them is that the relationship is getting negotiated. The power um, differences are getting established. The shared realities are getting established. And it's at, at those times also that you're least equipped to do those things because your right your your front brain has kind of checked out because mm. our ancestors needed the intimate relationships around them to survive. So when there is bad feeling in your relationship, that is registered as a threat to your survival. Right. It is it is way beyond um, just a little argument. It is it is it gets exaggerated, elevated to to an enormous level, and it's way beyond what's rational. And it and you have no control over that. That happens in the back brain where you're going to um, the fight or flight response, and that's that's what occurs between partners, and then they go into what Don was talking about as the primary stress style, and the primary energetic stress style for you almost always choose a partner who has a different one than you. So they're distorting in one way, you're distorting in another way. It becomes almost (laughs) impossible to reach one another at at those times. So what we teach couples to do is what we call the pact, and the pact has four parts. The first one seems like the easiest, but it's really the hardest, and that's to stop because you are wired to want to show your partner that you're right or show your partner how much you've been hurt by them or just you just come out fighting or, or, um, or, or, or feeling victimized and you're in that mode. So to stop is a profound act. And some couples just never learn it. They just get caught into that they get to that slope and they go down it every time. Mm-hmm. But by having an agreement that you make at good times that you will stop, that either partner, when they recognize that you're getting near that slope, can say, let's stop or let's invoke our pact. And both partners immediately, by pre-agreement, stop, but they don't just stop because it's, you're still really activated. Right. You immediately shift from the argument to some energy methods. And that's the second stage of the four-part pack, so that you get your energies back into gear, so that you get centered, so that your brain, you know, you, the hormones um, calm down that, that have flooded your your um, bloodstream. And and so, um, Don, why don't you describe a few of your favorites of the techniques that people can use right at that moment. Okay, yeah, when, okay so the first thing you got to stop mm-hmm. so, right. because you don't want it to escalate anymore and then you have an intervention so let's talk about what some of these interventions you know, are. Uh, yes, and first I want to say is you actually don't want to stop. You want to keep going. You want to right, over, right. pulverize <laughs> your partner but if you have made the pact to stop, you can immediately do some exercises which we have multitudes in the book but 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 for me, for instance, I've got to come back to myself and remember who I am and just putting my hands 
over my heart chakra, the middle of my chest, and closing my eyes and taking a couple of deep breaths, I am now disconnected from David, and I'm with myself for a moment. And uh, for, for David, and sometimes for me too, it, just to release all of the energy buildup, if you swing your arms above your head and very, very slowly with your hands and a fist taking your arms down the front of you, blowing out the whole time a very long, slow blowing out. And do that two or three times. You just release a lot of the stress buildup. And then after that, it just depends on what you're, what you need, but they're simple and they're quick. Like energy quits crossing over. Energy is meant to cross over from the right hemisphere of the brain to the left side of the body and vice versa. But it quits doing that when you get really stressed out. Right. If you take like your left hand and put it on your right shoulder, push in hard on your right shoulder and drag it across to the opposite hip. And then do it on the other side. And do that several times. You'll you'll just feel more connected, more centered, and you're, you're just back to yourself, and your, your brain will work better. You can, you can access other modalities. You can think everything. A simple thing to do, I'm going kind of fast. But, That's good. There's a great. <laughs> okay. If you tap on your cheekbones right below your eyes, t- breathe deep and tap, your, your energy will start uh, moving down the front of your body, and it will ground you. It will ground you so that you are not so all over the place. And, um, and it's important to know that when you get stressed, you can lose up to 80% of the blood in your forebrain. Mm. It, it, I mean, you do not have all your marbles there. You right. Can't. <laughs> yes. You're back and, to the reptilian brain. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so if you, if your hands are electromagnetic. So is your blood. And if you throw your hand up to your forebrain and just hold your hand there while deep breathing, you start drawing the blood back up into your forebrain so you can think again, which is really valuable. I have to tell you, I have I don't know if you know who Dr. Uh, Mark Waldman is, but he wrote, uh, wrote the book Words Can Change Your Brain, and I'm going to have him on very soon, and he wrote another one called Enlightenment Can Change Your Brain, and he does research, and he, he does all this research on the brain and how you get it back to the frontal lobes, and he said that the fastest thing to do, believe it or not that he teaches these MBA students and CEOs when they're in a stressful thing that they want to explode is to yawn. Oh, yawning is great. That's yeah, exactly yawn a few right. times, you know. Yes, and, and you know, there's a, there's a very simple one in that same vein. If you put your finger in your belly button, push in and pull your belly button up, and then your other hand, put it right in between your eyebrows, Pull them both up. For many people, it will make them yawn. For others, it'll just take, make a deep, deep breath, but it'll do that same thing. Yeah. And it just, it just shifts the energy. Yes. So that's what we're all about is just shifting the energy. So, yeah. yeah, you would get a kick out of it. When I'm in mediation and I start to see that the, you know, the energy is shifting to negative instead of problem solving, they're getting uh-huh. into the positional. I have a, an Asian bell. And there is a rule that um, when the bell rings, you know, they know from the minute they walk into my office, that's one of the ground rules, is when the bell rings, no one is allowed to talk until they listen to it when it totally stops. And they have to listen to it and breathe. 
And so whether it's, a, you know, a, a business, a, you know, partnership disillusion or whatever it is, if I see it starts to go, I ring the bell. That's great. That's great. That's <laughs> the equivalent of the stop part of our path. Yeah, that really yeah, is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It Excellent. is. And sound is a vibration that really goes through your whole body and shifts things. That's great. Let's, well, people let's start to laugh if they, if they start to, um, well, this is good for you because you're the therapist. You could do that too. Yeah. And I do it, you know, in my, in my mediations. But it's pretty funny because if things start to escalate, I start to lean forward, they start to go, you don't have to ring the bell. You don't have to ring the bell. We'll stop. They're already there. It's like Pavlov's dogs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It, it, it is. But, you know, I know what I do with my husband is um, when I feel that energy starting to shift, you know, and I'm getting mad or he's getting mad, I immediately just do that deep breathing into my stomach. Yeah. And I, I just shut up. I just shut up. That's very good. You know, the, the one that David works really well for David, me too, but really for David because I should let you say it, David, but because he's up in the head, tell, them, tell her how you move it's your energy down. It's a very down. simple meditation I learned many years ago from Stephen Levine, and that is the words are just six words. It's notice breath, soften belly, open heart mm, so yes. you just you just it just noticing your breath gets you into your body softening your belly is something you can do that begins to open you and then it kind of get, prepares you to open your heart so that's that's a very simple one that that i do that really gets my energy centered flowing so that's the second part of the pack so donna's already just just boom 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 <laughs> giving you seven different techniques great um, <laughs> There's probably about a dozen in the book, and we don't suggest that people do every one of them, but they're really Right, fine. whatever works for them. Yes, right. exactly. And then the third part of the pact is once you've gotten yourself centered, you still don't talk about the argument, but you instead energetically connect with one another. And energetically connecting is, um, is, is very lovely and very simple. Um, one of the ways is what Donna uses for herself of putting her hands over her heart chakra center of her chest Mm -hmm. is that now that you've done that and gotten yourself centered then you can face one another and hold that position and take a few breaths without looking at one another and then simply look from the bottom of the body up so you're both doing it at the same time and you're really energetically making an exchange and you look up one another's hands and breathe three times there just looking at one another's hands on the heart on the heart chakra on the Mm -hmm. heart chakra and then you move up and make eye contact and And by that time you like one another again (laughs) (laughs) particularly if you've really done the first the second part of of getting centered and then once all that has happened so you've You've stopped, you've gotten yourself centered, you've gotten yourself energetically connected. Then when you return to the argument, techniques for good communication will work. They won't, you know, couple therapists uh, have gotten a lot more sophisticated now, but in the 
60s and 70s, they used to teach all these communication techniques, which were fine, except for they were useless when you were at that <laughs> precipice. They, right. You didn't want to use them, and they didn't work at that time. But now they will work once you've, getting, once you've gotten yourself energetically connected. Then you can use the communication techniques to really take that. I mean, I love, I love one of the phrases you have, really, of, of, of you know, taking those differences and turning them into strengths. Right, and, right. And you can take you can take your your argument and really begin to understand one another's position and re- and have empathy for it. And you can do that when you're energetically centered. And if you if either partner feels that it's going off track again, you go back to the stop and center and connect. And, and one so, of the things that I think is really, really valuable at that point is a technique we call "Do you mean?" You want to tell right. that, David? Yes. Well, that that is one of my favorite communication techniques when you get to that fourth part, because even simple statements um, have so many dimensions of meanings, and they're so easy to misinterpret. Right. So, in this um, in this particular exercise, what you do is you get three yeses to a, a, a statement, uh, you, you ask, do you mean? And so, so let's do it, Donna. Tell, make a statement, Donna, about how you're feeling about this interview. Oh, well, I'm, I'm really enjoying the interview. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> well, Donna, do you mean that you're really enjoying it? You <laughs> <laughs> <I> do, yes. <laughs> but, but you can break it do, down. Do you, mean, like, do you mean that you're being asked good questions? Oh, yes. Yes, I am. Uh huh. Do you mean that you're smarter than the interviewer? No, no, I didn't mean that. <laughs> okay, I'm ending the interview right now. <laughs> do, you mean, do you mean that the interviewer is bringing out your your good energy and and absolutely your best? she is yes. Okay, so so I got three yeses there. So yeah. Th- so then I would ask, do you feel completely understood in that one statement? And you, you, and and of course, if it's if it's a contentious statement, it's not so easy to get the three right. yeses. But you, <laughs> you keep going until you get them, and you'll get a lot of no's often. That no, that's not what I meant. It's like right. it's like it's like it could be something like um, uh, say I went to bed. And David didn't come to bed with me last night. And so I say, well, wow, you didn't come to bed with me last night. Uh, I mean, and, and then. Uh, and then say it, David. Yeah. So, well, so so you might you might take that and say, by not coming to bed with me last night, did you mean that you were mad at me? Right. Did right. you mean you were bored with me? Did you mean that you wanted you to watch tired? TV? Right. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So you can you can do that. But but that's you know that's the, lots of books have communication techniques. What we really emphasize is is exactly what you started the show with, which is talking about that energy between yes. people. And it's, it's something of a vague concept for people that don't feel it, but, they, but it's really more familiar than uh, many people realize because you know from an EKG that the heart has an energy field and from the EEG that the brain has an energy field. What many people don't know is that the heart's field is 50 times stronger than the brain's field. So when you're with your partner, your brain is in training itself. It's attuning, resonating with your partner's heart energy. And if that energy is really um, like it 
must be when you um, walk into a courtroom or a, um, a a situation where there's a lot of tension. That that energy affects the brain of the other person. It affects how they feel, how they perceive, and. So to be able to work at that level, at the energy level, and get those energies so that they're really positive, because people love one another. They just go into spaces that they don't have control over, and to teach them about those spaces and how to have control over them is a tremendous, you know, it's, it's like it just goes beneath the psychology, beneath the the um, differences in preferences and and values it goes to a deeper level so that people as different as Donna and I can really bridge one another right and we we really don't have a lot of time but um you know that's why I worry so much about the young people that they don't communicate except by text yeah (laughs) and and I think you miss so much and you really don't connect at that heart level when you're doing all this technology so it's just going to be a challenge for us to get used to that kind of a thing, I guess, is maybe YouTube or something that people are going to have to do FaceTime or something to connect because, (laughs) I mean, this is, I I just feel bad about that because I I am worried for my children's generation that they're going to miss this really heart-centered connection. Yes, yes, it's interesting. There's two sides to it because technology can also bring so much. Uh, and so, for instance... Um, well, we're I, just gonna, we're, to, I just have to stop you because we are just out of time, believe it or not. Yeah. We could talk for a, a couple hours, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, wanna, let, I want let, people... Let me just say that um, at energiesoflove.com, there's a quiz that people can take to find out their energetic stress style. It's a free quiz that um, they're welcome to go to. Okay, perfect. And I'm going to just say that again energiesoflove.com and you guys are great. I will hope that we can have you back again. There's so much to talk about. You're both wonderful. So thank well, you're you. great. You are great. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Alright. Okay. okay bye-bye. Right. Thank you. Bye-bye. bye-bye. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org in the net. I'm Mari Frank. Join us every Monday morning at 8.30 a.m. and visit our website at conflicthealing.com. Thanks. Some people die The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents.